Also, I mean, like, we're not going to talk about it because, like, our fan base don't rock with it, but, like, trust the Yizer plan, right? Like, I mean, hey, it's, it's looking pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's, a, it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time to be a Red Wings fan. All the other Detroit sports teams, I don't know. Bro, really all, all our, bro, all our teams give it a little bit of time. We got some solid young cores who are going to be straight, except for the Lions. Pistons going to be straight. Tigers going to be straight. Honestly, honestly, I'm not even really worried about the Lions like that. I'm yeah, really not. Yeah, yeah, stop, stop, stop. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm being stop, serious. Stop, stop. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did bro, you? All right, let me I ask just, you this. Bro, let me ask you this. Did you I, I watch the Rams watched, game? Yes, yes. Yeah. I just, so, so now you watch that Rams game, and you're telling me that when they get some ball players, you still like, no, there's no way. There's yeah, no way. Yeah, it's, it's, you happy they scored 22 in garbage time? Bro, it's not about the 22 in garbage time. Our coaches outcoached the hell out of the Rams coaches staff. It was clear we were more Lions prepared. Lions don't have bad coaches. That, that's what they I, don't have bad thing. coaches. It's that's the thing. The Lions. I don't know what it is. Look, we can wake up tomorrow and the Lions can have Patrick Mahomes, Dalvin Cook, uh, <laughs> Aaron Donald, Tyron Matthew, but we we can have a a created roster, bro. Jalen Ramsey. We're going to lose. I don't know if the people that bought the Lions made some kind of deal with some 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 voodoo priestess well, you know, or something. I don't know what it is, but you know the, the Lions are Ford, cursed, man. How Grandpa Ford felt about color, folks. But that's another story for another time. <laughs> we, we really not going to get into that for real today. But all I'm saying is there's the Lions have some opportunity. And we shouldn't even be getting into sports talk before the show. But I guess since, since y'all want to get into this, I'm the Lions finally have a good coaching staff in the NFL. Getting good pieces is not that hard. It's not. It's not. If you're bad, you're going to get good players through the draft. I've already got my Kayvon Thibodeau jersey on pre-order. We finna get the number one pick after going one and sixteen. You feel me? <laughs> but you know, what one we be beaten. We're going to get one. We're going to get one, bro. We, <laughs> you don't want right, to be the first man. team ever to go 0-17? Yeah, see, I was finna get the cussing on here, man. <laughs> no. Actually, I'm pretty sure we keep our Apple Apple Pie class clean right Hell no. No. Who want to go on 17, man? That's terrible. That's, that's just <laughs> terrible. Anywho, um... We got to get into this show, man, because we got a very packed show. The NBA season is two weeks in. College football, we only got about a month left of regular season ball. The NFL, we, we're we deep enough in to make some pretty fair and decent assessments of these teams. And we got a lot of things to speak about because we've seen some players fall off a cliff with the foul rule. We've seen some players just have a couple bad games and get back. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, a, a guy that we already talked about getting uh, getting his Heisman love. Kenny Walker said, oh, y'all don't think I beat them little brother allegations? Y'all don't think we beat them? <laughs> right. Don't worry about it. I'll show y'all something. So we got a great show to talk about. That's all a good show to y'all. Sound great to me. Yes, sir. All righty. Well, before we do, we got to get into these intros. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the facts over at Axe Crew. Had a little bit of government out there. Don't worry about that. But anywho, we got the master, the mix master, Josh Guyton in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the man with the plan, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC. That is me, Kenton Gibbs. Now, fellas, we talked about our, our top eight in, in the NBA or the top 16 seeds in the NBA and who we thought would be Top eight out of the West, top eight out of the East. And of course, of course, things are looking a little out of whack right now. Okay? Things are looking a little out of whack right now. But with that being said, based on where we are in the year, this is generally where some young teams are going to come out of the gates, hot as fish grease, and those older teams are still getting lubed up to go the rest of the season, pause, and, and, and they're not really ready to go yet. So, with that being said, are there any surprises out of what uh, teams are bringing so far this year? Um, honestly, the only team that I can look at from both conferences where I'm completely surprised by what they're doing is uh, Minnesota. I know uh, Gibbs. I believe you said you had Minnesota coming in as the AFC, right? Yep. 
Um, I'm, I'm surprised by Minnesota. I didn't have them making the playoffs or being even close to the playoffs, and I'm still not sure this early in the season. But one good sign that I'm seeing out of this team that happens with, uh, at this point, I don't even know if I can call Minnesota a young team because they got Anthony Edwards, but they got other players there who are still relatively young, but they've been in the league um, for five, six seasons now. Um, yeah. Minnesota always suffer from late game, them getting under pressure and blowing games. And I see that they've been composing themselves and they've been showing up for big moments and they haven't been folded under pressure in these big games, especially a player like Cat, who we considered a quote unquote soft sometime now. Anthony Edwards is only in his second season and he's stepping up to the moment, not only uh, getting buckets late game, but he stepped up defensively as well. I didn't know he was that good of a perimeter defender. So out of these 16 teams, that are in the eight is some teams that are outside of that eight. That surprised me a little bit, but the teams that are in the eight, Minnesota is the one team out of both conferences I'm surprised by. Okay. All right, Chris, what you thinking, man? You see any surprises in this thing? Uh, I am actually surprised that the Celtics are doing so bad because I mean, they are having, they do have a, a, a banged up roster. Marcus Smart, Al Horford been in and out the lineup. Uh, Dennis Schroeder has been kind of in and out the lineup. Uh, as far as his minutes, they've been trying to figure out where he will fit in because you got Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart on the floor. So, and you got Josh Richardson now there. So the Celtics are deep. They just haven't had all their players available. I would have never thought they would have started two and four. I mean, they up big right now against the Bulls. Excuse me, they up big right now against the Bulls. But I would have never thought they started two and four. I thought Jason Tatum would have took another leap because he's been taking a leap every season. And to be honest, Jason Tatum to me has been the most productive player in that draft class out of out of everybody, him or Donovan Mitchell. But I would go Tatum a little bit over Donovan Mitchell. You know what's super interesting about the Celtics struggles? They haven't won a home game yet. If they right. hold on against yeah. the Bulls, this will be their first home win of the season. And to, to think that you've got a Celtics team that struggles winning in the Garden. And, of course, it's a very small sample size. So let us not say, like, oh, they're terrible at home. Ha-ha. It's only been two games, but still, you're you're a little surprised by like what Boston came with at home. Yeah, so. the other the other game, the other team, I'm very very surprised with the Bulls. They haven't played anybody yet, other than the Jazz. They beat the Jazz when the Jazz they they were relatively healthy, but they beat the Jazz. But the crazy thing about that game is the Bulls didn't fall apart in the fourth quarter like they typically do. Last season, that's all we saw was the Bulls falling apart in the fourth quarter. They held their composure. I had the Bulls coming in at six seed, which still might be true. Once again, these are very, very early predictions. But I don't know, man. I think they might be legit. And Gibbs, I know you like this one. Miami 5-1. and one. Right? I'm, Miami 5-1. and one. That, I was blown away. That's different. Again, that, Tyler I, Hero I, heard all that slander. He heard all that slander. Listen, he said, me and Luke in the same conversation. He heard I the said, slander. I believe I said Miami third seed. We got to start writing these down, by the way. But I believe I said Miami third seed. I think Miami might win the East. Like, like I'm talking like be first seed and go to game six at least in the conference finals. Like, I don't see anybody really – because they got the youth, they got the young players that can run up and down. They got a hustle and a, a hard worker, Jimmy Butler. When Bam get fully healthy, Bam's going to be Bam. Kyle Lowry's just the icing on the cake. Honestly, that's a slight upgrade on defense from Gordon Drogic. You might lose a little bit of offense, but you got Eric Spoelstra who's been there and done that. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to tell you this about the Heat, and then this is – this. I know that this doesn't carry much relevance in real life, but, like, their they playbook on 2K is, like, kind of ridiculous. Like, they do more <laughs> dribble handoffs and whatnot, and I just be like, they do not play like this in real life. And then I watch them in real life and, like, oh, they do play like this. Okay, never mind. I'm going to shut up. But, nah, um, yeah, the, the Heat have looked really good this year. My surprise, another team out the East that nobody's mentioned for some reason, Washington. Washington is they always old. that's because that's because they always old. do this though. They always not do supposed this to start like this. But but that's they what always I'm do it. Look it up. They always yeah, do this in the beginning of the season. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just I'm because before Washington's core was much younger than they are this year. Other than with the exception of last year when they bought in Russ, their core this year is old as dirt. They, but them. they they it's veteran pieces that know how to win games. It's just not gonna last long term. 
Mm, mm. Montrez Hero called uh called uh what, what's the name? What's uh, Schroeder trash? And I was just like, recycling bin, you do not have no rights to be out there calling <laughs> nobody trash, big dog. Knock it off. But yeah, no, Spider Man uh, meme with them too. On on guy, you did you see the group of guys who went out uh, for Halloween dressed as Spider Man meme? That was adorable. That was that, that's you know that that belongs on the guys celebrating AW's page. Another team that has not surprised me at all, but you know everybody's gonna say, "Oh, Ken, you're a bad guy. You just don't like them." The Clippers are one and four. Yeah, if only somebody could have told us. If only somebody could have told us the Clippers are gonna be trash this year. And I mean, anybody that listens to this show, anybody listens to this show, they know. Any chance we get to slander oh, yeah. the Clippers. Oh, yeah. Any chance we get. The Clippers and the Kings, if if they come up in the slanderable moment, oh, t- you're cooked. You're listen, listen, <laughs> listen. The Clippers is, I don't even see the Clippers in the playoffs, bro. I agree. I agree. Like, like, I like, agree. like, 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 I don't know what they did that last postseason to make them look like they was a team that could win without Kawhi. But they need to be on their knees clawing and and clawing the claw back to the floor because they might be a 10th seed. Uh, Uncle Dennis, you need a yacht. You need a you need a, a, a stake the size of my back. What you need, big dog? Come on, come on. <laughs> Ballmer better do something because this is ugly. This is ugly. and I guarantee you, if Kawhi is has the slightest, if that man has a hangnail. And and this team is looking like this. He gonna sit out. He is not gonna come back to play in this. He not gonna do it. I'm just, I'm just saying. How many years we got left on Kawhi's deal? Uh, I want to say Kawhi got what three left? I don't know. Let's let's go look that up. How many years does Kawhi Leonard have left? On no, he just deal? signed an extension. He just signed an extension, y'all. Yeah. Oh, so he got four years left. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I still stand by what I said. He's not gonna play if they look trash. He's he's not gonna do it. He ain't gonna. Ugh, that's tough. That's tough. That's tough. So uh, the NBA season barely underway. All of these are very early things. We could be wrong. We've been wrong on this show before. We'll be wrong again. I can promise you that. But we'll be right more often than not. But anywho, uh, the NFL season is deep in. We're about halfway through for most of these teams. Uh, so, fellas, is there is there anything any any thoughts this season that you're looking at with the NFL and you're like, hmm, that's interesting? Any storylines you're following that's like, hold on now. Um, it, it's one. If you go back to the beginning, week one, before week one of this podcast, if you look at the people that are leading divisions right now, with the exception of uh one Mister Mister Christopher Allen having so much faith in the Pittsburgh Steelers. We've been accurate about um every. Right, hold on, hold on, hold on. We four and three now. We four and three now. We four and three. You, you winning the division? Hey, listen. We won running back away from the Ravens, losing another running back, and we could win the division. Man, the Ravens ain't got no more running backs, Lou. They lost about twelve of them. At listen, this point, listen. They lose one more, then Lamar is the running back and quarterback. We got a chance. You you know when you like want to annoy your little cousins and your mama make you let them play and so you turn the injuries up to like ninety five or hundred so like players, <laughs> players keep getting injured and they put it down and don't want to play it no more. That's what's happening with the Ravens right now. I mean Jesus Christ, every other play it's like and such and so's being carted off the field. Oh man, what a nasty hit! So to see to see them to see them atop the AFC North, it, it's nothing short of a miracle. It is literally yeah. nothing short of a miracle. Now, um, if you look at every division, we've been accurate about every division. There's no surprises this season, with the exception of of two. Um, the one, the one division that we all were wrong about is Kansas City. Kansas City yeah. is three and four right now, and honestly, the way they look this season, I don't see Kansas City figuring it out. Um, I don't know exactly what happened. I don't know if uh, they're actually playing right now. Let's check the score. Uh, uh, they up on the Giants fourteen seven. Yeah, they up fourteen. Um, but it's not the, the the game is not clear and cut the way that starting this season. If we told you that it's a Monday night Chiefs and Giants game, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's a that's forty two to three. Easy oh, yeah. win. That's a and certified it's, six. It's a guaranteed yeah, hit. Right there. It that's, doesn't that's look that. like that right now. Patrick Mahomes has another interception. Um. The, the Giants' defense is looking great against that Kansas City offense, so we don't even know if this game is over. It's possible that we can see I'm the Giants. I'm not going to hold y'all up. 
I'm not gonna hold y'all up. I feel like this is like what Patrick Mahomes rookie year should have been. Like that's how bad he playing. Like he playing like it's not even just him. It's like they defense is terrible. But I don't know, man. He throwing remember he it was hard for him to throw a pick the last yeah, two seasons. Is. But but you know what? It's he's he is a clear sign of a quarterback who believes that he can make every throw a touchdown. That's what's happening right now. Because he has check downs that are available. And it's he's been like, happening. So, I mean, he's like, know? nah, I'm going to push the ball downfield. Like, yeah. no, <laughs> it's okay that your defense is terrible. That has nothing to do with you. You go out there and do your job. They don't have no 12 point touchdowns, dog. They don't. They don't. Do your job. Trust the defense to do theirs, even though their defense is dead last in the NFL by a mile. Um, but actually, no, I think they're second to last behind the Lions. But either way, I mean, they're. He's got to trust everybody else to do their jobs because it's it's very clear right now. He's he's playing hero ball on every down just because it worked in the Super Bowl, which really it didn't work his whole career. I mean, but that's the thing. He hasn't played hero ball his whole career. He's recognized for the most part. Oh, yeah, I could dump it off this little running back in the flats. I'll take my 510 here and there. And then when it was time, Tyreek Hill, go for 60 for me. You cannot keep throwing up 50-50 balls to a bunch of receivers that are under six feet because that 50-50 just became 60-40 in the defense's defense's direction. So any other surprises, Chris? Any any surprises that you got, Chris? Uh, The Chargers, man. I really don't know what's going on. Um, I know they should have been 5-2. They lost to the Pats Sunday, which, I mean, I'm not saying they should have been 5-2, but. The Chargers, they they one of those teams that I thought was going to make that leap. I thought they was going to be like a mini version of the Chiefs at one point. You know what I mean? Like, I thought they was going to make that next step to where they um they turn into a team that has a switch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they down late in the game. They can go get 14 points yeah. quick, fast, and in a hurry. So, I, I'm not sure what's going on over there. Uh, the Raiders actually are a very big surprise. The team in the same division as them. I, if you told me last year the Raiders would be five and two this year, I would have probably laughed at you and told you that I have oceanfront property in 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 the middle of Canada. Like I would have told you that <laughs> in the woods of Canada, I would have said I have oceanfront property to sell you because come on with it. It it, with it. it wasn't gonna happen. It wasn't gonna I, me believe that it wasn't gonna happen. Um. I, I don't know, man. That division right there is, is up in the air. I'm thinking the Chargers still pull it off. The Chiefs, eh, I think it's time to panic. I mean, unless they blow this team out today and get some confidence, the Giants blow them out today, which they should. I mean, it's no Saquon Barkley. Nothing but. Should, but it don't look like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to tell you, my biggest surprise has been how bad this Ravens defense has been. Like, I know that that team is five and two. And I know that that's like the big story of like, oh, my God, Lamar's been playing great. Statistically speaking, their defense is in the bottom five of the league in almost every category. Let's go through them one by one, shall we? As far as um, the only thing that they're not in the bottom end is points allowed. But almost everything else, they're at or near uh, the bottom. I'm sorry. Rushing yards allowed. They do a good job of not allowing rushing yards either. Passing yards. They are allowing the most in the league, I want to say. Like, you can't you can't get by with that. This is 2021. This is no longer the league where as long as you can stop the run, you'll be all right. They're allowing 300 passing yards per game. Like, that is ridiculous. Yeah. And then you say, oh, well, it doesn't matter. It evens out, and they're a good defense all in all. No, they are not. They are bottom – they're right between the Jaguars and the Lions in terms of yards allowed per game. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. That is appalling. Also, the Lions. I, did, I knew that the Lions were going to be bad, right? Like I knew. It was year one of a rebuild and all that. But the thing that has surprised me, the Lions coaching staff has been phenomenal. And I'm, I'm not I'm not one of those people that's going to say, oh, this is the best 0-17 we've ever been. No, that's stupid. All 0-7 teams <laughs> are still 0-7. But this Lions coaching staff has put their players in positions for success in a way that I have rarely ever seen from any coaching staff, let alone a Lions coaching staff. 
And for whatever reason, Jared Goff does things like throw the ball away on fourth down. He did this in three weeks. That man needs to, you know, before the show came on in pre-production, we were talking about players who did not, who do not go by their government name. Jared Goff needs to change his government name to Jared Goof, because this is terrible. He's a goofy. This is goof troop material, because this is terrible. How do you, it's fourth down, young man. It's, when we look at Joe Milton running out of bounds at Tennessee, when we look at him doing that, we say, you know what? It's okay, because he's a college guy. Like, he's not making money. He's not getting paid to do this. Jared Goff's cap hit, if we cut him, is like $20 million. Like I, I don't think. Well, you gotta remember. You gotta remember. I think he, he he went to the Super Bowls with the Rams, man. They had to pay him. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. They had to pay him, and now we gotta pay him. So congratulations to us. That's the Detroit way, though. That's the Detroit. For eating that on, contract. Gizzy. Come on, Gizzy. You done seen it with Blake Griffin. You done seen it with Josh Smith. You done seen it with. Uh, you done seen it with Drummond. Come ben on, Gordon. Now. Ben Gordon. I I don't think that y'all understand how bad. This man's salary is okay. I don't know. It can't be worse than Josh Smith. You want to take Come it on. over the bat of baseball? It's still the Detroit way. Dontrell Willis, Gary Sheffield, listen, Chris Fielder. Listen, I just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Jared Goff is, I understand that we don't want to take that dead cap hit, but it, at least start Blau at this point. He got to, he, they, you got to play the backup. Cause the, you know what? Even if the backup throws it away on fourth down, guess what? He's doing the same thing as just started. So that's where we're, that's where we're at with this thing. I didn't know that they were going to be this bad. That's, that's my only surprise. I knew they were going to be bad. I was not going to be surprised by like mm, four and 13, maybe five and 12. Anything above five and 12, I would say they were playing way above their heads. But Jesus Christ. The, but I'll tell you this. If the Lions start winning games and we lose out on Kayvon Thibodeau, I'm going to hurt somebody. If we, if we at the end of the season, when everything is lost, just like mess around and win four straight, don't worry about it. I'll pull up at four field. You know what I mean? And, and, and I've had a lot of success in my life at four field. So I'm sure I'm going to have even more next time I pull up. And now, um, when we talk about the Lions, of course, we got to talk about uh, our main man, Matt Stafford, who is um, And so is Von Miller. Von Miller is a Ram for a second round pick. Fellas, what do you think about this trade? Um, man, uh, I I think it makes the Rams that much more serious. I think the Rams were on the border of being a possible championship team. I know they're probably getting there as the wild card because the Cardinals are looking so good. But if we um, what three months from now, if we're talking about the Rams being Super Bowl champions, it wouldn't surprise me, especially with the season Stafford is having on the defensive side of the ball. Even though he's coming off an injury, if you have Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey, and uh, <clears throat> Aaron Donald on one side of the ball, it's kind of hard to to not look at a championship team. And I think that the the Rams are just in win now mode. So I think it was a good deal for both sides because the Broncos are a team that's. I wouldn't call them. They're in the middle of a rebuild. They're not at the ground floor of this rebuild, but they're still in that process. So I think it's good for both teams because if you're in a team that's in the middle of a rebuild, this isn't uh, basketball. This isn't some other sport. You can get a star player out, out of a second round pick. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Chris, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, MVP staff, 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 MVP staff. By the way, y'all, if he didn't mention it, MVP staff. MVP staff. But anyway, 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 anyway. Man, do you realize what this does? Mind I you, do. and I, I, I peeped. I got and tried to put in that Kyler Murray comment right there. I peeped. I peeped. I peeped. But guess what? <laughs> yeah. Kyler Murray's out for at least one to two weeks. You didn't know that, did you? Oh Lord, you didn't. Oh, you Lord. didn't know that, did you? Oh Lord. So 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 you really trust the backup quarterback? You know Kyler Murray's backup. Who is did, Carson? Did we just, did exactly. We just Exactly, exactly. Nobody know who his backup is. He's a nobody. 
And it ain't Carson Palmer, because that might be worse. <laughs> Carson Palmer better not be alive. Bro. No, Carson, Carson Palmer is... No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's Colt McCoy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's Colt McCoy. No. Another, player, another player that don't use his actual first name. His real first name is Daniel McCoy. But anywho, yeah, Colt McCoy. No. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I'm going to need them to lose maybe one of those two games. And then we win the division, and MVP staff comes to tuition. And let's be honest, Aaron Donald and Von Miller rushing the quarterback. Is that any quarterbacks? Like, you wake up in the morning like, ah, I got Aaron Donald and Von Miller. Maybe I go to the left. Maybe I go to the right. You can't go either way. You got to sit in that pocket, buddy. You got to sit in that pocket. Hey, what, so, what Michael Jackson say? Too high to get over, too low to get under. You stuck in the middle. <laughs> That's where listen, listen, stuck listen, in the middle. listen, 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 listen. <laughs> you stuck in the middle, dude. And, and don't let you drop back try to throw a deep because it's a guy over there named Jalen Ramsey. It's a yeah. guy over there named yeah. Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Bro, I will never forget the year we played Florida State and our, our head coach was like, yeah, because this Florida State was loaded at this time. You had uh, Jalen Ramsey on one side, P.J. Williams on the other. P.J. Williams played in the league for a hot minute. Um, you had LaMarcus Joyner at safety. LaMarcus Joyner was a first-round pick at safety, right? We said, oh, yeah, the weakness at defense, we're going to target Jalen. That's the weakness at defense. We were down 35-zip at the end of the first quarter. So, <laughs> Like, I kid you not. Like, that is, that, you know, he's been that guy. He's been that guy. Listen, and the funny thing about it is Cooper Cup is putting up Calvin Johnson numbers. Like, 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 no, no, no BS. No oh, he's, he's putting up record set numbers. He's a like, like, like I'm, when I say when I say this every week, I, I I mention it every week. Cooper Cup should be buying Stafford dinner Monday through Saturday. Dinner on Stafford on Sunday because they get the dub Sunday. I mean, 800, 800, first receiver through seven games in NFL history with eight hundred yards and nine plus touchdowns. Yes, but that's, TDs. But that's that's more so. That's more so a, a, the effect of like. They got weapons everywhere. Like you can't if you say, "Oh, we gonna double Cooper Cup." Deshaun Jackson is like thirty six, and and DB still cannot keep up with him. Like when he decides, "I'm gonna run past you," you just got to be like, "Yeah, yeah, I can see why he do that. I can see it." And, and that's the Robert thing, Gibbs. That's the thing, Gibbs. It's not like he got a D hop. Yeah, yeah. It's not like he got a Julio Jones. Right. Mm-hmm. He using what he got. Yeah. And this is even more of a this is even more of a funny story because using what you got is what is what the Lions took to the next level. They 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 took that to the next level when they had Stafford. They was like, Stafford, you gotta use what you got. He said, Coach, all these linemen, they they, they should be in our farm system team. <laughs> Lord Jesus, not the farm system. I I'll tell you this much. I when I look at this trade, I look at it and I say, Okay, I have not seen the team this win now, I don't think ever. Uh, we got so they trade away their first, their next two first round picks. They trade away a second and I believe a third, or maybe the next two seconds in this draft or in the next draft uh, with this with this here pickup. They've traded away their six round pick for Sonny Michelle. They've traded away another pick as well. Basically, they have over the next three years or two years rather, they got like five picks. They have five now. For reference here, the average draft over one draft, you get seven picks. Like that's they've they've completely said, you know what? We're gonna sell out, we're gonna throw everything, including the kitchen sink, at winning the Super Bowl this year. And they got the, the pieces to do it. They got the mm-hmm. pieces to do it. So we're gonna see. We're gonna see <clears> how this, this team is more a win now than um ah, what's the year? Is it 2008 New England? I think so. I think so. Because one thing that one thing that Bill Belichick always, always, always did, he got open box specials on everything. Every player that he got, you look at like you look at these Hall of Famers and you say, like, wait, how did Bill Belichick get them? How did he get all these collections of players together? He got them at extreme discounts. Which one of those stars did he pay over five million a year? He wasn't paying Rodney Harrison that. He wasn't paying Junior Seau that. I think Richard Seymour might have got it. And Willie McGinnis might have got it, but they were 
They were long time pats. No, I don't even think Willie McGinnis got it. He had to leave and go to the Browns to get paid. So yeah. Richard Seymour left too. I don't think they paid anybody. I think they was the Randy Moss was coming off that year from the Raiders where everybody's like, oh, Randy's washed now. He's terrible. And he said, bro, I had Jamarcus Russell throwing me the ball. <laughs> Y'all think I'm what? Don't even worry about it. I got something for the NFL. And and he showed what he does with a good quarterback. So I mean, that man, he I'll tell you this. Even when New England was win now, they still found a way to keep some pieces for the future. This Rams team, they're, I think over the next two years, they got to win one. Because in three to four years, they're cooked. They are cooked as cooked can be. So, But, yeah, this is a great trade for all parties involved. The Broncos, they get more help and they rebuild. The Rams, they get more help for right now. And also, the Rams were plus five. Or they were no no they were fifth in the league with plus six turnover differential before Von Miller gets there. A sack man like him, it definitely is is going to push that listen, even higher, listen, elevate that defense even more. Listen, that just sealed them winning the division, and that pretty much sealed them going to the the, the conference championship. Pretty much to me, that a move like that it, it, it sends a statement out. You know what I mean? That's like a this yeah. is a championship or bust season. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you at all there. I mean, at the end of the day, when you leverage that much of your future, you have to understand what is on the back end of that, right? Like right. when you look at when you look at the Cardinals roster, even if you say, oh, D-Hop and A.J. Green are the, the main receivers. Okay, their quarterback, Kyler Murray, is only like, what, 24? Like, and then you look at some of their other pieces. Christian Kirk, you look at, uh, what's that receiver's name? The one from UMass. Help me out here. Uh, Isabella. You yeah. look at all the guys they got defensively. Zayvon Collins, Isaiah Simmons. Those guys are going to be ballers for years. Byron Murphy Jr. They're going to be ballers for years. Buda Baker. They've got players for five years from now. If they're out of the league, people will be looking around like, what? But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a situation where, hey, the Rams are going for it all right now. So, I mean. That. Look at it, bro. Who really in a way? You got the Bucks, but the Bucks haven't really proved to me that they really, you know, clinching, clinching that like that spot. The Bills, you got an argument. You you know what's interesting? Nah. Donut Donut Smasher just said something in the comments that is is super interesting here. He said that my guess is the the Rams, Packers, Bucks, and Cowboys are the last four teams in the NFC. Have we ever seen a top four? In the in in the NFC, this good. Oh, I, I can't remember the last time that we saw in the NFC. Yeah, the NFC Rams, Packers, so. Bucks, Cowboys. And here's the thing: really, you could switch out any one of those teams with the Cardinals, and you don't get much of a drop off, if any. Yeah. If any, I mean, ooh, that's crazy. That's crazy. That, but you know what? That's what happens. When the NFL is starting to become like the NBA, where everybody is either we're trying really hard to win or eh, we punted this season and the next couple seasons. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, I want to say the Packers, but has Aaron Rodgers really played anybody other than the Cardinals? Mm, that's a good question. That's a good like, question. Like, 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 has he really played anybody? The first game of the season, the game they got destroyed, demolished, put under the bus, who did they play? I mean, I guess their next best win would be the Bengals. I guess that would be. But I mean, the Bengals just lost to the Jets. So, I mean, are they really like. Right. You know, the Steelers, the Steelers about to pass the Bengals in the standings. I mean. That's that's tough. That's tough. This is, I. you know, for years, it was always the AFC. You had to go through Brady. You had to go through Manning. You had to go through. And even when they weren't good, somehow Joe Flacco channeled the abilities of every Ravens quarterback to ever come through <laughs> all at once. Because that one playoff run he had, he Man. was phenomenal at everything. What happened to Joe Flacco? He had like one year where he was like, yo, he might be elite. And then I just, he, I don't know what He happened. had the playoff run. He had the playoff run was everything that he had. That was it. He 
He gave all he had for that and was like, all right, I'll see y'all later. Remember, Joe safe. Flacco was supposed to be that guy. I didn't watch football for like one season. And the Ravens was like, yeah, we got this dude named Lamar Jackson. I was like, yo, where, where is Flacco? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? When did when did the Ravens win that Super Bowl? What was it? 2013, 2014? What, what year was that? I think game? it might have been 2014. Oh man, that's that's hilarious. That's you know what though? That's it it, it worked out the way. Oh, it was 2013. So that okay. after that year, Flacco kind of just fell off a cliff. He he pulled an avatar when the world needed the most. <laughs> Bro said, hey, y'all be safe. Y'all be well. But um, I got my 180 M's. I ain't got to throw another ball, baby. Mm. But anywho, um, yeah, no, nah, this is this is a year where I and, – and it's crazy because even on the AFC side, they're really good, but they're not this good at the top. Like right. all the teams at the top on the AFC have very, very glaring holes. Like each and every one of them. If you go one by one on the over the division winners in the AFC, you're gonna see a lot of teams with a lot of holes. Like that's just that's just the reality. The NFC, not so much. Not so much. I mean, the Ravens, we've already talked about their injury struggles. The Titans, Derrick Henry just went down. The Raiders, what is Derek Carr? Like, is he is he really do we trust Derek Carr? That's what I'm saying. I think the Chargers still win that division. I mean, Derek, I put it to you like this. If Derek Carr keep up the season he having, I still think it's close. So we know Derek Carr going to drop off a little bit. So I, I feel know. that. I feel that. But I, I'm just saying at the top, the, the AFC this year is nowhere near the, the NFC. Even with the Bills, even if you talk about the Bills, for some reason, they just drop games that are like, come on. There's no. I'm way. not sold on the Bills, bro. They always that team that's always relevant, but they never really. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm a Josh Allen fan. Like I think Josh Allen was like one of the best young quarterbacks in the game. Don't get me wrong, but I just never am sold on the on the Bills because what it always comes down to this for me for football. Who's that receiver you could just throw the ball up to and they make a play? Like you don't, he's not open. Stephon you know? Diggs is that guy for them. That's what they want him to be. But 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 has he proven that though? You know what I mean? I, I'll tell you, Stephon Diggs can get open with the best of them. Contested catches, I'm not sure. I'm not right. sure. Ha, he's has not, he proven that? Every team in the NFC that we talking about has a receiver like that. You got Devontae Adams. Yeah. You got yeah. you got you got Cooper Cup who started to be yeah. that. And if you don't got Cooper Cup, you got Robert Woods who's proven this though. Yeah, yeah. You got I mean, Mike Evans with the Bucks. Mike Evans, and then not to mention Gronk is icing on the cake. Even though he in the tail end of his career, you got Gronk still. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hopkins with the uh, Cardinals. You got Cardinals. And then if you look at the Cowboys, I mean, it's it's the it's a fielder's choice. You could throw it up to Amari. You could throw it up to CD. You could throw it up to Gallup. All three of them. You feel right? Good about you feel them, me? Their chances. Right. That's why I'm not sold on the Bills because I mean. Stephon Diggs has he's he was with the Vikings, so I mean he never was I, in the position to make a, a you know grand slam home run play. Well, he he did the he the, did, uh, yeah. the the one against the Saints, but that was also kind of Marcus Williams pissing down his leg in a way. That <laughs> I we mean, have, we have not that, seen anybody piss down their leg like that at the professional level since the Bill Buckner era. Like we have not seen anything that egregious. And it was controversy on the call and all that. So I mean. All, all I'm saying is, I, I still to. But what do you do the next game after that, though? That's fair. That's fair. Exactly. I, I, I still true. don't understand to this day why Marcus Williams did not hit him nor the ball. He saw <laughs> he saw Diggs coming down and was like, "This space of air in front of him. That's what I'm gonna hit. I, that that's it's gonna scare him, and he gonna run out of bounds." Hey, 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 you know how you go for that hit stick on the kickoff on Madden, and you miss it. <laughs> <laughs> like, boy, that man. Hey, like, hey, they down the sideline. They, they, they ain't even got no more stamina. You still can't catch them, dog. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, you hate to see that. You hate, and, and the crazy part is. Marcus Williams got franchise tagged by the Saints, so apparently he's still a pretty valuable player to them, even after that play. I think it speaks to the type of player he is. Good for him. But yeah, the, the NFC right now, very, very top-heavy, and it's 
it's this is crazy to see because honestly and truly, honestly and truly, we're one Jameis Winston injury away from possibly talking about them being in this category too. Just think about that. Think about that for a second. Now, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. We're all talking about the Bucks as like prohibitive favorites, right? Yeah. They just lost to the Saints. I, I'm hip. I'm hip. But you really, really felt that Saints team down the stretch with Jameis? Yeah. Yeah, but because it's not about Jameis. It was about everything around Jameis. To me, with what travels more than anything else is running the football and defense. That is, if you can do it indoors, you can do it outdoors, you can do it rain, sleet, snow, hail. If you can do those two things well, you can do them well in any any situation. The, the fact of the matter is, Jameis was sufficient passing the ball, and Alvin Kamara is, to me, one of the best pure runners in the game, one of the best receiving backs in the game. He can do it all. So, I mean, you, you had a situation where you combine that with – Hopefully, when Michael Thomas comes back, eventually, maybe, who knows? I mean, whatever. He, well, he so what, can you update us, update the audience on that Michael Thomas situation, man, please? I wish I, I could. I wish I could. I don't know what's going on with Mike at this point. I, I don't understand it. I don't. It's, I feel like he's got an injury that, that's keeping him out, but it's also like certain people are saying, oh, well, it's, it's not that bad, and, and he needs to come on and play. And it's like, well, I right. don't. I don't know what's what's happening here, but okay, all right. Um, it's it's very very confusing as to what's going on with Michael Thomas, but you know uh, he's apparently been nursing a high ankle sprain since week one of last year. But it it just again week one of last year. Like this is confusing. This is confusing. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I would not be surprised if the Packers went to the bowl. I would not be surprised. You know, I we I, I'll just say that I with everything that's going on this year in the NFC, I wouldn't be either. The Packers because have somehow figured it out, got it look, together. Look, look at it like this, bro. Aaron Rodgers is definitely leaving next season, apparently. At the beginning yeah. of the season, he was. If he go out and win and then up and leave, that's Tom Brady S. That's Tom Brady S. I'll tell you, not even Tom Brady could pull that off because his last pass as a Patriot was a pick six against the Titans. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen, that's Tom. You leave and go to another team that's another contender. Like that, that, that's. That's GOAT status. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. You didn't want to be there and you still won the Super Bowl, bro? That, that, that's up there. That's up there. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I I think that this is the situation. I said this about NC State playing Miami last week. I said that sometimes teams are on the brink of falling apart. But you have to tear them apart and pull them apart with losing in order to get it done. You Somebody has to do something about it. Look at the rest of the NFC North. <laughs> Nobody has the ability to do it. Jared well, I will can't say, figure out what down it is with the Lions. Uh, Kirk Cousins is one of the worst. I, I don't even want to start on Kirk Cousins. I'll just say this. Their head coach, I'm I'm willing to bet my unborn first child, their head coach, Zimmer, is not going to be there next year. The Bears, with what we're seeing from Justin Fields, the Bears, for whatever reason, looked at Andy Dalton and said, I want evil dollar. That's what the Bears did. The Bears said, death being pointed at the earth, I want eagle dollar taking the shot. That's what they said. So, I mean, at the end of the day, somebody had to win the NFC North, and the Packers are running away with it at this point. Running away? The, the Packers are walking. They they so far away. They walking to the, the to, to an island to go vacation for a while, as they should. All these unserious. They could almost North. They could almost lose out Gibbs and still probably be winning the division. You know, I I would not bet against that. I would not bet against that because I don't because I they, I don't think the Lions out, win more than a game. So if if the if the uh, Packers lose out from here, that leaves them with seven wins on the year. I'm not sure that the Vikings or the Bears get over that. I'm not sure. Exactly. Exactly. And that's if they lose out. So don't let them get three more wins. I might not even watch an NFC North game. 
Ever, like for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say ever. <laughs> Man, that's nah, that's tough. Nah. That's tough. We we not giving up on the NFC North forever. Cause like I said, the Lions are coming back. You see me with my Red Wings jersey, yo. We trusting the guys are playing. You know, we we trusting that the Pistons gonna get better too. We trust the Lions gonna come back. Listen, I ain't trusting the Lions until the Ford sell the team. When Ford sell the Ford team, then I'll be like, okay, you know, the Lions might got a shot. You know, you know, they had Barry Sanders uh, introduce Chris Spielman to to bring him into the Lions Ring of Honor because last time when they tried uh, having the owner introduce uh, Megatron, she got booed real bad, like real, <laughs> real bad. So uh, that's tough. It's always a tough sell there. Anywho, we know y'all tired of us talking about Detroit teams and losing and the NBA and and all these. Oh, we we missed out on one thing. And I this is the second week in a row that I started the, the closing before we got out the most important story of the day. The foul rules in the NBA have caused certain players, <clears throat> James Harden, to fall off a cliff. <laughs> certain players are slightly less efficient, like Trey Young, and certain people are attributing things that have nothing to do with fouls, like Damian Lillard missing wide open shots to start off this year, to the foul calls. But with that being said, um, is there any way that y'all see some of these players not adjusting to the new foul rules? Um, no, I think it's just a matter of these players are professionals and they go most of their playing careers before they make the NBA without these foul calls. So they know how to play without them. I think a lot of players, are, uh, for example, when people talk about the argument like, oh, man, like uh, if you took this this player who's all time great player and put him here, they wouldn't be able to play. Great players adjust. And because these these uh, changes were made, they adjusted to being able to play to get the foul calls because they didn't play like that before. And since the the, the new rule is taking those fouls away, they'll adjust and learn how to play without those foul calls and still be as great. The one exception to that rule is James Harden, because like we discussed before, James Harden has attempted more free throws in his career than field goal attempts. It's not like this is something new or James Harden changed the way he played in order to get these foul calls. He's been playing like this his entire career. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at the way he plays James Harden since he was in Oklahoma City, since he had on a Thunder jersey, he's always played the game to go get a foul call. You know, in college, he played for Arizona State, which is not a big school, but he was a big prospect at that school and the only big prospect that school has ever had. So in order to protect that player, in order to that conference in the NCAA, in order to say, hey, we're about to get this guy to the league. He got those same foul calls in college for the most part. James Harden has been playing this way for half his life. So unlike you know, these other players that adjusted in the past few years in order to get these foul calls, James Harden is used to playing like that, and we have never seen him play any other way. I, I'm I'm excited to see it. Honestly, I'm not I'm not excited because like oh James Harden sucks now. This is good. No, but I'm I'm very excited that something good came out of that Olympics. Something, so because something <laughs> good needed to come out of it. The yeah. fact that we rushed this season and saw a playoff game. Where the three people on the poster was Miles, uh, what, what's what's his name? The one from uh, not Michael. It was Michael Bridges. Um, uh, come on, help me out, because what's the name was hurt. Chris Paul was hurt. Remember when Chris Paul got hurt against the Lakers, and it was like the three players from the Suns was Booker, Bridges, and who was the third? Was it Jay Crowder? It was either Jay Crowder. Was it Salt? It, it might have been Aiden. I don't think it was Aiden. I don't think it was Aiden. It was either Crowder or Sarich. The oh, fact man. that those three, <laughs> the fact that we were supposed to take that seriously just so these players could play in the Olympics, something good had to come out of it. And thank God the Americans look like idiots in the Olympics, foul hunting, and Kevin Love jumped into a guy, and the ref literally shrugged at him, right? And literally two days later, Kevin Love was like, yeah, I quit. I'm not playing for Team USA. <laughs> like, this is beautiful. This is how it needs to be. So to, to see now that we're moving away from giving fouls for uh, jumping into defenders and kicking your leg out and stopping your dribble in front of defenders, it's beautiful to see. I don't care who gets hurt by it. I don't care. Like, to me, the biggest thing about it wasn't even that, oh, James Harden is scoring too many points. 
I don't care how you score your points. I, I really don't. I care that the game is entertaining. Right. Watching LeBron run down the court and put his armpit on the rim is fun. Watching him do a, a magic like behind the back disc, that is fun. Watching Steph cook up off the dribble is fun. Watching KD do his thing in the poster off the dribble, that's fun. Watching Dame Tom in the clutch, fun. Watching Harden go to the line 12 times a game, that's not yeah. fun. That's not fun. Is it? It's not enjoyable to watch. So, and I'm gonna let Chris in this segment and in this show off because I know, I know that Chris is gonna come through with the ether for both of us, and he gonna call both of us ball. But I don't care because we can get road game. <laughs> Hard can't do nothing about the fouls, not get it. Well, I disagree with everything y'all said, bro. Harden a hooper, man. He, uh, in addition to those free throws attempts, you gotta remember Harden is a phenomenal playmaker. Okay. Phenomenal playmaker. And I guarantee, I will I will guarantee, this is a guarantee, if Kyrie Irving was there, Harden would not be struggling right now. Hey, man. Guarantee. Kyrie, Kyrie Irving ain't been into the wheel of uh, our agenda, okay? Kyrie Irving is moving on his I'm I'm just saying, you got to remember, you got to remember, you got to remember, in this day and age in the NBA, floor spacing, floor spacing matters a lot, right? Yeah. And when you don't have Kyrie, okay, you got Patty Mills, who's also a three-point shooter, but he's not the he doesn't get as much attention as a Kyrie would. Kyrie is a magician with the ball. Whenever he blow by a defender or make a defender trip, stumble all that, another defender steps up, which means James Harden will be open for three. Which means Joe Harris will be open for three. Which means James Harden will be backdoor cutting. Okay. James Harden just gotta find a new rhythm, man. He's just out of sync right now. You get and, and it happens almost every year if you go look at his track record. He always starts the year off bad. He always does. Um, he had a triple double last night against the Pistons. Solid game. However, KD also nobody talking about how KD started off slow. I mean, the Nets as a whole with all the controversy <laughs> going on with the Nets, they they the whole team started off slow. So I think we too soon to make that case for James Harden. What I can appreciate, though, is a player like Draymond saying he benefited a lot for those rules, and he's saying that he's glad the rules have changed. So I can say that that takes a lot of heart to say that, to go ahead and admit that something that benefited you actually was good for the league, you know, because Draymond is known for flailing, kicking, and all kind of stuff. So Yeah, Yeah. it's it's very interesting. And you know what? I said I was going to let you end it, but – Kyle Kuzma is averaging more points than uh than uh, <laughs> Anywho, we know y'all tired of us talking about foul calls and the Pistons and and the, the all the bad Detroit sports team. But come on back next week and the week after that and the week after that. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah,